So I'm very, very um, uneducated when it comes to climbing. The only exposure I've ever had was watching Free Solo with like Alex Honnold. That's the only like real exposure I've had. But lately, you know, Netflix has been like crazy on this climbing kick. So it's just been putting out all of the climbing documentaries, all the, you know, everything about climbing Alex or whatever. You came in before Alex. You were the first person to do it under 24 hours for El Capitan, right? Uh, well, this <laughs> get my get my timeline straight because I, I could have butchered that. There's like a there's like a whole different um, uh, array of like climbing uh, techniques that you can use to climb El Cap, basically. So many people have actually climbed it in under 24 hours. Um, okay. But a lot people use a mixture of uh, free climbing and aid climbing so free yeah. climbing is just using like your hands and feet to kind of uh you know and your body strength Scale to get up it. the rock yeah and then you have aid climbing which is you know uh, pulling on ropes pulling on gear um that kind of stuff to get up it so most people would use a mixture to climb el cap and use a mixture of both free and aid climbing okay uh, and to do it in under 24 hours like that many people have done it um, lots of people, but you usually do it in a team of two. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, there's, there's a pair of you, but then, um, in 2017, I found out that nobody had actually, um, free climbed. Yeah. Free climbed. So just using hands and feet, free climbed alone. Um, so without a partner doing it without anybody else, uh, yeah. climbed El Cap like that. Uh, so that's kind of what I did. Um, so the, the, you kind of have the people who uh, go in pairs and they use free and aid climbing. And then you have the people that go by their self yeah. and they use aid climbing in general. And okay. then you had me and I went by myself and I you used just free it without anything. You're just like, yeah. screw it. I'm going to go, go balls to the wall with it. Jeez. Yeah. And then you had Alex who came next who then did it without any ropes, basically. Um, okay. So there was like, there was like four different stages. I was like stage three uh, of the four stages and Alex was then stage four. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I get what you're saying. So you yeah. were, so you were technically, so you were still roped, I guess is what. I was still, yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. is not, I can't, <laughs> I can't sit here. I can't belittle that achievement. That's still freaking incredible. That'd be yeah. so funny if I was like, oh, no, it's not as great. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, no <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. No, but, the... but it's my, whenever, whenever I watch that, you know, they would always they would break down the different kinds of climbing and the name that kept popping up was uh, I think like Tommy Walpole or something. And he did. Um, am I right about that? It's yeah, it's like the aided. He did it with another person or something. And it was, I believe, El Cap. Yeah, yeah. The, um, you'll have probably seen that on the, the dorm wall. It's called the dorm wall. I don't know okay. if you've seen that film. Yeah, the, but, yeah, uh, the Dawn, that's what it was. That was his thing because yeah. it was, yeah, they, they did him with the Dawn Wall and then it was uh, Alex with the other one. Are you preparing for anything yeah. right now? Uh, I still have, yeah, I have like some uh, solo projects. So the things that I, I guess the style of climbing that I'm into, which you're kind of referring to, is a yeah. style called uh, rope soloing. So that's where you climb alone, um, yeah. potentially like harder climbing, uh, but you still use a rope. So you're having to like um, belay yourself um, yeah. and that kind of stuff. You know where generally you would usually have like a climbing partner to belay you. you oh, know, I got you. So it's yeah. it, it it is it is truly still solo. It's just 
it's, yeah you don't have the partner belaying you and everything yeah exactly so yeah. i guess that's like the for a non-climber it's kind of like very uh difficult to understand it's like a niche and then all these sub niches yeah oh no you could yeah the, this interview is sucking for you because you have to talk to me like i'm five and i'm fine with it you <laughs> yeah. definitely can like you can so they have a rope and they climb the rocks yeah 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 no but um but my you know whenever it comes down to the walls you're climbing are there are there ones that keep cropping up that you guys want to attempt just within the world that you exist in it's besides uh, the two that are most well known like the dawn wall and and el cap yeah um yeah so i guess yeah yosemite obviously has uh, all those those really famous walls yeah but recently i've uh, moved to norway actually oh nice um and yeah the walls out here there's some pretty good walls out here actually uh which are which are really big, um, kind of, they feel a bit more adventurous than maybe the things in Yosemite. Like I did a wall last year, uh, which is known as the troll wall. Um, the troll, the troll wall. Okay. Troll wall. Yeah. Wow. So it's like the biggest uh, vertical, uh, wall in Europe. I think it's, Jeez. I think it's a thousand as well. Thousand oh my meters. gosh. Um, but that's just like, it's just a bit more adventurous than like, uh, than El Cap yeah for example um just because of the i guess like the quality of the rock uh and yeah that's also another so, question i have you know they always they do they break down like the what kind of rocks you, you prefer to climb i guess ones that don't make you you know fall and die i'd imagine that's probably like your go-to <laughs> yeah well that's obviously the best option i mean <laughs> yeah i mean i just just a guess you know spitballing yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, there's yeah, there's lots of different options of of rock type, and different rock types kind of uh, lend themselves to different styles of climbing. You could yeah. say. So for me, obviously, I'm like really into kind of uh, big wall climbing, and also a type of climbing called crack climbing, where you're specifically climbing the cracks in the rock with different techniques. Yeah. Um, and the best of those uh, like styles of climbing are generally in kind of like the granity type rocks. Interesting. Um, and then because you got to really like stick your hands in there if you're if you're doing. Yeah. Crack just from seeing what you know, what occurred on, on some of those things. It's like that's what they would do. They really had to like basically create like a massive amount of pressure in between them and the crack just to like hold themselves there. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're just basically like sticking body parts. So hands, fists, arms, knees, whatever it is, whatever the size of the crack into the crack and then just. Uh, making pressure on either making side pressure yeah um to kind of keep yourself you're basically like using the space to to create a jam Holy we call shit, it a jam man. yeah yeah so god uh, bro and what spurred you to get started because when i was what i was reading is that it it when you decided to go into climbing you didn't have a crazy amount of experience kind of training for the like the two years to get ready for el cap right um okay well I, I have been climbing for uh for quite a long time since i was like the, the age of seven okay uh so it was like the articles make it sound way more fantastical dude they're All like right, yeah, had, sorry. it was something yeah it was when i read it it was like it was like he hadn't done anything and then he decided he was going to climb el cap it was like ah uh, maybe maybe that was in reference to that style of climbing yeah 
I think that might be in reference to that style. You're so probably a hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I have, like, I have actually been climbing for uh, since I was seven. Obviously, I'm thirty-one. Yeah, I'd imagine that uh, makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'd had a lot of experience within climbing and also in uh, big wall. Some experience in big wall climbing up yeah. to that point, but I'd never had any experience with like what we class as like rope solo climbing or solo climbing um on these on these big walls like el capitan um so I imagine just training for that you just have to you really just have to do it like you can't i mean i know yeah. that there's there's at the end of the day there's always like a gym for everything i know you've got rock climbing gyms you know but shoot at the level you're operating at i'd imagine you have to climb walls of that scale if you're going to be yeah. doing stuff like that yeah yeah cuz I, I mean i already had the fitness and strength to climb those walls because i'd already done it with would have been way cooler else. if you were like 300 pounds on this on the zoom and then it'd be i'd have like a question be like how the hell did you manage to climb el cap <laughs> would have been way more interesting it'd be like explain that one to me man <laughs> yeah. no continue sorry i can't remember where i was now uh well i'm, I'm lost training training, training for it oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so it's it's actually like um it's logistically very difficult actually okay. to, to climb these things by yourself. Um, so I feel, I mean, it's obviously like very hard physically as well, uh, but I yeah. feel like I had the physical ability, uh, but it was like logistically and the techniques um, and all that stuff, which I needed to learn, which obviously you can't do by just going to the climbing gym. You have to do by going Doing outside, it. going and practicing. Like, Don't you have to, um, you really have to like memorize the the pitches, right? Like you have to memorize what kind of moves you're doing at at the different points on the climb, right? Yeah, on on the difficult points, then you okay. will remember like uh, we call it like the crooks sections. Um, you'll remember like exactly which hand you're putting on which hold. Gosh, uh, man, it's so much even, math, even dude. When, yeah, even when it's like uh, the really tricky bits, you'll remember that like, oh, my thumb needs to be here and not here. And wow. you know, I need to switch it to here. Like all these little micro details of like, ah, oh, I'll put my index finger in this dimple in the rock and it makes the hold feel a little bit better. Um, I mean, you don't remember this stuff for the easy bits, but for the more difficult bits, then you're always remembering that. I guess we call it like micro beta. So you can um, definitely kind of improvise a little bit on the easier parts you can kind of just yeah. rely on your your expertise and just sort of figure it out in the moment yeah totally okay. totally yeah but on the on the hard stuff then you definitely like uh, i mean you can do it what we call like on sighting which is a style of climbing where you just go and you don't know anything about the route and you just try and climb it but then you're still trying to figure out all these little things along the way you know um like as you're climbing it but then Does that, on that help hard, at all? It just just to go in there blind and do it. I mean, is that is that something you'd eventually have to do just to get a get an idea of what you're going for? Yeah, I mean that's like a, a normal way of climbing, you know. Yeah. Just starting at the bottom of the route or the rock face, and then just climbing it, and we call it like on-site climbing. But then when things get really really hard, um, we do a thing called red point climbing, which is where uh, you will like. Like I was saying, you like try the moves, you know exactly where the holds are, and you, yeah. it's more like a what you would class as a routine, or like a like somebody learning a dance routine, for example. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then as a climber, we would know exactly, you know, we're holding this hold like this, we're doing this sequence, we're moving our hands in that way, we're moving our feet like this. Yeah. And you just rehearse it, 
and then when you get to that point on the route you can do it without falling off you know from like a i guess from a general fitness perspective you know whenever whenever i've had buddies who did climbing and everything they've always talked about just the basic health benefits behind it nobody ever considers you know doing climbing as an exercise so whenever you talk to somebody it's always you know the same usual stuff but from my perspective climbing is like not ever something people just think about for like general recreational activity because a lot of times things transfer i guess you know maybe you've got somebody who's like lifting weights in a gym and they decide they want to be a power lifter but it's it's rock climbing seems to exist only by itself at the end of the day like there's no real transfer to it did you come from another sport before you went into it or you just went down um, climbing uh i mean i've always done like other sports from a little kid uh and i do feel like right when you came out of the womb they just gave you like yeah. a, a, <laughs> exactly. here's a soccer ball kiddo or sorry, yeah, yeah, football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so I, d I definitely have always done other things i've always been pretty sporty as well and i can always i always feel like i pick up uh sporting things pretty quickly yeah as well um but i do think like having done different things from a younger age. I mean, it, it is kind of all transferable in a way. Like the okay. is from, you know, one one thing to another thing. Um, I just feel like from doing general sports and, and stuff. It makes it, yeah, it, it, it makes it an easier thing. Yeah, because it's... It's good. It gives you like some like body awareness and general fitness and, and that kind of stuff. It, even just like playing... Uh, I played a lot of football when it... Uh, soccer, as you call it. With Yeah, uh, yeah, for, well... Football, I've always thought football makes more sense anyway. I don't know where soccer yeah. came from on my end. So <laughs> yeah. it's it's like you're kicking the ball with a foot. Football, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so oh. I always played that as like a, a kid and stuff. Um, and I feel like that has given me good awareness of like feet and foot placement and all that kind of stuff, which is obviously really important in climbing, you know. Um, so That's probably at the end of the day what's always missing is the whole body awareness thing. Mm. You know, it it's... Uh, do you ever, whenever you talk to people, I guess, is, is that kind of the, like what they see in, in what you do? Like that's, that's the main benefit is like this understanding of like where every body part is in space. Like, is that, is that sort of the biggest thing you get from it when you climb? I went down um, one route with that question. Then I yeah, yeah, yeah. split off to another route, right, <laughs> I, right in the middle of it. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a route with my answer here, but I yeah, think, go uh, for it. Yeah, because I after that I was like I don't even know what the hell I asked you. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I think if people get into climbing um, when they're older, so like yeah. late teens onwards into early like adulthood, or even when they're an adult, then I think they will struggle. People seem to struggle a lot more picking up technique than they do the strength type stuff. Um, oh, interesting. Right. Okay. Right. So you're people, saying, so you're yeah, saying like people, the strength is there, but like actually doing the climbing bit is sort of the, the, the thing that they have to work on more. Um, yeah. I mean, it takes time to build up the strength as well, but I feel like um, as you, if you get into climbing as an adult, yeah. I've seen a lot of strong climbers um, who've got into it from their like early twenties and they're really strong, but their technique is behind their strength level for their climbing ability if that huh. makes sense. And yeah, I've I see seen, what you're saying. I've seen a lot of people who, at the other end of it, like uh, like me, for example, and um, 
uh, yeah, loads of other people who started from a younger age who yeah. maybe have like slightly better technique. I always feel like I have better technique in my climbing, but I'm sort of lacking in strength, to be honest. Compared Which I to feel like technique is probably, though, the thing that obviously gets you the farthest, you know? I mean, I mean, I mean, it's both, isn't it? It's like with any sport. It, yeah. It's, it's phys- physical ability and technique. And you, you want to have you want to have a combination of both to to make it work. I mean, you, some, some are favorable in more favorable in some situations and some are more favorable in other situations. But And answer me this, though, whenever so you're talking about, like, you know, certain situations requiring certain things whenever. And correct me if I'm wrong, but like uh, it's called dinoing, right? When you have to like jump from one yeah, rock yeah, yeah. to another face, like when you just sort of leap, yeah. like does that, yeah. I'd imagine that's just more strength. Cause you just kind of have to like, like hail Mary it to the other wall. Right. Yeah. Stre- I mean, strength. Um, there's a lot of technique to it as well. Um, oh yeah. Strength. I think it's strength and technique uh, and coordination as well. You know, being able to push and pull, at the right times yeah it always um, seems like the hardest like, thing yeah like swing your body in the right direction and i mean yeah, this yeah. Th- we call it like a like this new school style of climbing which is in you see in the climbing competitions these days which is yeah. a bit more uh like run and jumpy and parkoury and dinoy and that kind of stuff i'm like terrible the bouldering at it. well yeah that was my next <laughs> question awful. like so obviously, so obviously like climbing is now popular because of entrance into the Olympics, right? So now yeah. we've, we're seeing bouldering and all that stuff and all that, like the speed climbing and whatever it, it, what do you, what do you think about that? Like, does that, is that maybe not as difficult to do as like the stuff you're doing whenever you're like climbing these rock faces? Is it exists like completely on its own in a sense? I, th- I, I think it's, um, it's, uh, they both have can have a very low level in them, and they can both have a very high level in them. Gotcha. Um, and they're both like under the discipline of climbing. Yeah. But, so everything falls um, under that umbrella. Yeah, but a, a competition bouldering, like a competition boulder, and a rope solo of a big wall. Yeah. I mean, they're both classed as climbing, but it, it's basically like comparing um, velodrome cycling to okay. downhill mountain biking oh you know? interesting they, they, they both use bikes yeah and you know each one is transferable because the person doing it is good on a bike yeah but if you put one in the other one's discipline there's going to be they wouldn't yeah, be wouldn't top work. of that discipline yeah that's yeah. crazy man because i mean yeah um, from from me not being a climber like it would it's almost like you kind of just look at it and you go well that's easy he can just go do bouldering you know yeah yeah, no, it's yeah. not like that at all. Interesting, yeah. man. But if, it is, if, you're right, it you, is like parkour. Got, yeah, if you got me doing the the comp international boulders, like, I mean, I, I, I would do better than, like, the average climber, of course, um, but I, would, I wouldn't I would be top in, in that discipline. But then if you've yeah. got those competition climbers and got them to go and climb or solo a big wall, they just wouldn't have a clue what how to do it. They just wouldn't know. They wouldn't. Oh, it, it, yeah. I mean, just, just outside looking in it, it, it seems so much more daunting what you do, especially more planning, like just getting yeah. ready for these things. Does, does the competition still exist in what you do? Because obviously in the Olympics, you know, you, you know, 
who they're going up against. They're competing like, like a regular, I guess, meet, you know, but, um, with what you do, are there people that you are like currently trying to beat in your efforts to like climb these walls? Yeah. It's an interesting question actually, but um, I've never really felt like there's any kind of competition in this, the stuff that I do, because I guess for like our area or discipline of climbers, um, I mean, for me, I'm more like seeking out like a challenge, you know, Okay. R- rather than necessarily a competition against somebody or a competition against the rock. It's more of like, for me, it's more finding a challenge, something that's going to test me. Um, and that's, yeah. that's kind of what I, what I look for. Um, that's kind of cool. Cause yeah, the, um, yeah. And again, you know, it always, it, it goes back to Netflix. Whenever you watch these things, you, you think that there's like, I guess that this race to like finish a wall, like I'm going to be the first guy to do this, or I'm going to be the first guy to do this. And, but yeah, it, it makes more sense to you. You're just sort of seeking out the personal challenge at the end of the day. And then if you do become, you know, known for it, I guess that's the, that's a byproduct of just you, you chasing it, you know? Yeah. I guess with the, actually now you mentioned that, I guess there are uh, some of those more competitive things in Yosemite on El Cap where yeah, that's what it is yeah where they do the speed climbing yes like that yeah like and yeah where they're trying to do it as quickly as possible Um, yeah because that's it felt like that they were just they started listing names of like this guy tried and then this guy yeah 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 so that's definitely that's definitely competitive yeah interesting yeah yeah Yeah. so Uh, it's kind of so it kind of goes down to the 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 wall that they're doing is they they choose it and then all these climbers kind of come out of the woodwork to sort of beat the times and everything yeah or it's more like down to the the history that's around it so like oh this person did it in this time or whatever and then the next generation comes along and they're like have better climbing sort of like yeah a way of climbing and then like ah this is this is the new time and then you know that gets sort of etched in history and then the next generation comes along and yeah, so I guess there is there definitely is a bit of competitiveness in that way. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I just hadn't sure. thought of that actually when you mentioned it. Well, but. yeah, it, because it, it always well, it was always interesting to me because you know you, at the end of the day, you're not like, I, I guess you're not really surrounded by people when you do these climbs. You kind of, I mean, maybe, maybe you are, but just the way it seems, it's like you're you're really kind of on your own at the end of the day when you're up on that wall. So it it's not like this massive like covered media sensation you know i mean i'm sure you get known for it obviously i mean you you search your name you appear everywhere so it's like you're there but no it's it's you just wonder you wonder how the competition is felt i guess you know even even if it exists in that in that arena but um no my other question and, and you've gotten this before but i think i i'd imagine when you're up there you don't necessarily feel like this this crazy amount of stress it's more like a peaceful feeling when you're up there am i right to assume that or um yeah i mean yeah you don't want to be like stressed <laughs> just really jittery just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah time to climb <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah time to yeah. get up there um and i think especially on these like solo projects you're so focused on what okay. you're doing and concentrating and making sure you're doing everything right um like yeah or anything that does feel scary kind of so it's more like intense focus because it you know it brings it's that mental toughness question like i'm sure you've talked to many people about it like what what goes through your head when you're up there and everything i just can't i mean if you're 
you know, at your level, I can't imagine it's anything other than just like extreme focus and trust in what you've already figured out before getting up on the rock, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think it really is like, um, uh, just focusing on, uh, just like the little things that are going on around you, not focusing yeah. on too much of, you know, like two or three pitches ahead or whatever, but just focusing on, you know, just getting the next bit exactly right. So you don't Your make stomach mistakes. starts growling. You're like, oh, I got to go back down. I got to get something to eat. <laughs> well, that's the problem. You have to take all that stuff with you. <laughs> so yeah, that was like, so you, how, how much is like the weight you've got on you on these climbs? Like what, what, what do you think if you could give an estimate, like what's your, what's your load? Uh, well, I don't know Well, you have, you basically have like your rope, your gear. Um, and I think when I've soloed El Cap before, the first time I did it, I had, uh, I think I had four liters of water or three and a half liters of water. Uh, and then wow. you have like a few, a few bars or food. But then the uh, second time I soloed it, I, um, uh, I only took a liter and I ran out halfway up. So that was oh awful. God, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, yeah it was just terrible. It was terrible. I've never been so thirsty. And like Oh, and the, and you can't turn back. You just sort of gotta like you gotta keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god, that was a mistake. That was not good. God, man. Well, so but you did it though. I mean yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess it creates it creates the story. So yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, I ran out of water. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, it's because I'd climbed it um, a few days previous with a partner to kind of check it out. Okay. Um, and we'd both taken a liter each to climb it. Um, but obviously, like when you go <clears throat> when you're going by yourself, then it takes a bit longer, and you're obviously putting in a bit <laughs> a bit more effort. It's like, and damn, really, I didn't and think really about that. These things in, yeah. <laughs> Properly. <laughs> so. You just forget everything. You just go up there, and you're like, oh forgot everything so shoot damn it you know you just keep going I was, I was just trying to go a bit lightweight but i went too lightweight so <laughs> was, yeah. Well, it's, I, yeah and i i it's so hard to estimate you know what if you like what if it takes longer than expected and it's mm. like or or you go faster than expected i imagine i i imagine you can't you can't get the get it perfectly as as planned right like if you imagine what how long it's going to take for you to get up there it, i can imagine it fluctuates a little bit right when you actually do it yeah 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 and also there's a fine balance of like taking just enough so you can go fast uh, mm. but then uh if you take too much you end up going slower um, yeah because you haven't to carry more and all this kind of stuff and it's just like it's just there's just that balance in the middle where yeah you take just enough that you can go like a pretty good speed yeah, uh, but then if you don't take enough, then you can end up like a little bit short, like I did. Oh, I got you, man. Yeah. What's the uh? So you're in Norway, but what's the climbing culture like in there? Are you surrounded by? Is like a big people know about all the rock faces like in Norway, and everybody's kind of trying the same stuff you're doing. Um, I guess it's a sm definitely a smaller climbing community out here than it was back in the UK. Um, okay, where are you from in the UK? Uh, Sheffield. Okay, I don't know why that popped into my head. I was like, I feel like I was, I was thinking Sheffield. So that's, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. as an American, whenever I talk to a Brit, it's like Sheffield. I don't, hell, hell, I don't yeah. know why. So yeah. that's yeah, awesome, that's, man. That's where I'm from now. Yeah, yeah. But um, out here, I'm over here in Bergen at the moment, and they have lots of uh, indoor climbing gyms that have just opened. So it's, I feel like it's getting really popular actually, um, with new climbers coming in. You know, just because the 
uh, the amount of facilities that have opened in the last five years are, are really good. Um, wow, man. So, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And then in Sheffield, though, were there a lot, a lot of climbers as well, kind of when you grew up? I'd imagine there would be if you started at seven. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sheffield's sort of known for, a, for the climbing scene, I think. Jeez, uh, because awesome. it's yeah because it's close to um uh, the peak district where there's lots of kind of outdoor climbing and stuff yeah um, Jeez, so yeah Sh- sheffield is definitely known for climbers holy yeah. cow bro well and also too you just you know as a side note you have a really sexy accent so you know just saying <laughs> so just throwing that in there you know people are going to listen to the podcast because of that so you know yeah okay cool there a lot we go. of my viewers are you know listeners are women so it's like it's perfect so there you go yeah. my little compliment <laughs> yeah. i was like oh it's perfect yeah 